0: Welcome to the Abundant Life Podcast, bringing you encouragement and challenging believers to spiritual change and growth by applying biblical principles to everyday life. And now your hosts, Sasso Mendez and Ben Ariano. Welcome everybody to the Abundant Life Podcast. This is episode number 43, and I'm here with my good friend and faithful servant in the faith, Sasso Mendez. What's up, Ben? What's going on?
1: 43. 43. Georgie was like, Is this 30? Like 30, but i 40. Well, it was man. funny
0: because this morning that gentleman came up and uh, asked, You know, he had heard two episodes, and you were like, Yeah, there's 40, 40 other episodes that you can uh, yeah. <laughs> enjoy. He's like, I listened to one with Mike
1: and uh, the Colonel, but uh, <laughs> the other ones I just uh, I didn't want to listen to. It. <laughs> I think when Mike put it on there, he put, uh, You can fast forward through the uh, Taco Talk.
0: Yeah, he gave him. He actually gave him. He gave him a time, like, yeah, he, like ten minutes and forty. He had queued it, like so. Like, <laughs> don't waste your time with that. So, oh, um, that's awesome, man. That's good or bad? Yeah, uh, you know, I, I think Taco Talk is uh, it's just a fun time for us to, you know, it just break the ice and uh, people kind of get to know us a little bit better. I mean,
1: well, and they could forward that too, right? If they don't care for it, I, I think some people like Taco Talk. Some people say it makes them hungry. Um,
0: yeah, I get that a lot. It makes you hungry, but that's just us, right? I mean, this is what we this is what we talk about generally. Yeah, you know, yeah, we talk uh,
1: about food. We like food, like Rebecca said tonight in church. You know who you who know, doesn't like who food. doesn't like food? Yeah, I mean, we yeah. have to eat it. Makes you. Uh, we did go to Kanes tonight. We hadn't been there in like two and a half months, Ben. Well, I didn't you know, just I didn't just go
0: once today, though. I went two times uh, today. Did your heart tell you something like? Psst, hey, psst, it did, it did, like and you no know, uh, so me and Diane ended up uh, splitting a box combo this afternoon or this or tonight. Okay, so just two pieces of chicken, just two. Well, I, but the, I got a bonus piece, bro. There was five, there was five strips mm, in there. That's clean living. Clean. Oh, do man.
1: That's good. I mean, when I went to bushes, my heart would tell me, like, hey, this is once a quarter thing. You know what I mean? More than once a quarter, and uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? You're gonna be running away, but hey, we're gonna, you know, you're gonna go down right now. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> So yeah, I and, but Bush is closed, so that's no
0: longer an issue for yeah, me. Yeah, that's too bad. I wonder, I wonder what happened there.
1: I don't know. It, it seemed like they were
0: busy all the time.
1: Um, I don't know. It was a pretty massive drive-through. It was, and it was quick. Yeah, I mean, you
0: could go and you could order whatever a bucket, and it'd be a, it'd be out in fifteen minutes. You hot.
1: Could, you could squeeze that out and to uh, make eggs the next day out of that chicken. You know, just ring it like a
0: like a thwaia, You know. Yeah, and and the 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 biscuits were pretty good. Yeah,
1: I like those. I, I, the fries crinkle cut pretty good, yeah, so I good had too. no problems. Uh, if the tea
0: was good there. Uh, it just didn't work out. But thankfully, we have we have Winco chicken.
1: Yes, and you. Uh, so we had the potluck at my house uh, last week, and uh, some people call Halloween party, but it was a fall party, and um, not a Halloween. Well, not a Halloween party, but we did have a little bit of fun dressing up, and um, that that was kind of kind of cool. Uh, it's Rebecca's birthday, you know, so last uh, this past Monday, so we kind of have fun with it. But I hadn't had fried chicken in like two months, so when you brought it over, I was like, sauce. What's up? Yeah, and then I went uh, Thursday to Lolo's with Charissa, so <laughs>
0: not been a good week for me, Ben, diet-wise. You know, I've been kind of uh, slipping. Yeah, it's been a bad uh, few weeks for me. Um, I've been off the off the bandwagon it, it just gets hard because uh we get all these soccer games you know jaden has been playing soccer and you go to the game and afterwards you know it's it's late you don't want to come home and make dinner so we were like okay what well, can we go get and it's usually you know in and out canes i think we went to culver's i mean there was just various places borrows you know different places you go and there's not a lot of healthy options. I mean, I guess you could try to get a protein burger or yeah, for you sure. Barrows, you could get a salad, but it's like that's not the point. I'm here. I'm here to eat some pizza. You smell pizza wings and wings, you're like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna eat pizza and wings, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. that's just how it goes. I mean, you could do the salad on the side, side salad, but you know, or you know, you could be like when we uh, we showed up to uh, Notera. You know, we were going to uh, Zupas. Oh, and yeah. as, as we walked to Zupas, we kind of just looked a, a little bit to the east, and lo and behold, there was uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. And I thought, you know, that's protein. You know, that's kind of yeah, healthy. Yeah, protein. You know? Yeah, it's <laughs> so, fried protein, but it's protein, right? And they had some good lunch specials, man. Oh, man. And we Killer. did eat salad. We did eat salad. We did. Yeah, so. This we, last
1: time, we did not. No, we, But the time previous, we did. We were, good the, we were good the previous time. From my desk, it's 0.6 miles away.
0: For wow. twelve dollars, wow. so it's not bad. That's not you know the I mean? little walk. You walk it off by the time you get back. I should, but I didn't. I drove because it was raining that
1: one bad day. And it yeah, wasn't yeah, good. But it was. It was. Raining. It's a kind of a long walk too. You know what I mean? But I probably need, didn't need to walk that walk. You
0: would have got your steps in for sure. And
1: it's so close to work. You know what I mean? It's just and they give you that take home tea. It used to be that thirty two ounce glass. Now they're kind of skimpy on it. They give you twenty ounces, but
0: at least they give you give you one to go home. Yeah, they give you a nice one. A yeah. r- really nice. One. So you get a refill in your regular glass, and then just ask for one yeah. prior to leaving. And- like for the World Cup when it comes, I think it's coming pretty soon. We
1: can go have lunch there. Uh, I really don't watch soccer, but I do watch it when the World Cup. Oh, dude, I love the World Cup. It's fun. Check it out when we go. Yeah. 10, 12 bucks. You know what I mean? My employee's like, hey, where did did, did you send it? He said Buffalo Wings. (laughs) I took one of them last week. So I actually ate there twice last week. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but uh to so I've been skipping uh, breakfast so just trying to do like a 16 18 hour fast yeah um so that's been
0: working out fairly well so i was doing the 14 to 16 hour fast uh, this past week not so much maybe more of a 12 hour fast
1: i got over breakfast now so i just don't have it so i gotten so used to not doing it now i think i've done it for like 2 weeks now so
0: i'm okay without it yeah there's just some days i wake up and i'm hungry i mean the minute i wake up you know, some days some days i'm up early 5:36 o'clock and my stomach's saying, "Hey, it's time to eat," and yeah, so I, I gotta, I gotta, you know, be strong, <laughs> and well, and get through my morning. Well, last time we went to bed really late because we went to the Asia game. We got home late,
1: and um, we ate like at six o'clock. So it's one o'clock, one thirty in the morning, right? It's you know. Yeah, way past seven and a half hours oh, past yeah. from what I ate. So my stomach was like, oh, everybody <laughs> tried to be like the Red Sea and just try to put her hand on it to part it. But it still was growling. And then I fall asleep. <laughs> so, yeah, I got. I mean, I was I wanted to eat something. Kate's like, let's go to Jack in a
0: Box and get, Ooh, you know, tacos. tacos. I was like,
1: man, just, come on.
0: You could have gotten a Frederico's. They're open 24-7, right? I could have went to Jack in a Box, too. But you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think they have the 99-cent tacos no more, though. No, I don't even know what they are anymore. Inflation, I'm saying three bucks for two, maybe. Ooh, three, three for two? I don't man. know. I'm just I'm guessing, bro. I haven't been there in a while. I haven't been there either. So it's yeah. been maybe, I don't even know how long. But back in the day, it was, it was two tacos for 99 cents. i get say 2.99 cents and a breakfast jack. Yeah. Oh, two yeah. bucks. Yep. You know what I mean?
1: Yep. Times were tight. Two bucks from oh, yeah. Jack. I guess jack six kept me going. Ta- Six tacos for three bucks, man. Ooh, no sauce. Oh, yeah. I remember one time I went to the movies, uh, maybe a year ago, and I took... Six tacos and uh, two breakfast jacks. Ooh. I was pretty hungry.
0: Into the movies? Yeah, into the movies. i would just stash them? Rebecca's purse? Well, I was, it was cold, so I put them in my sweater.
1: Oh, okay. My jacket. The hard part was, oh, it was like, a, it was, well, so. It was, it was several years ago, it was Mr. Rogers. And so there was quiet scenes in there, and <laughs> you could hear me Nobody's like turning around, like, what the heck's this guy doing? Like, yep. what are they, the popcorn doesn't sound like that, yep, so yep. yeah,
0: my cover was blown. That's what we usually do, we usually go grab something from the QT or something, I'll Come in there with a big old uh, can of mucho mango or something, and then you, you know, yeah, you open yeah, the yeah. open the can. I'm
1: like, <laughs> who's looking? <laughs> you get all crazy. I like to take some tea in there, and uh, yeah, because I don't really try not to drink soda as much as possible. So right, right. Just like we have uh, canes tonight, uh, so if we have. You see, we're trying not to advertise, so I'm putting my cup like this. I'm not a Cardinals fan either. Sorry, Cisco. <laughs> you put <it> in between <laughs> So I put it in between. You see red and white. So that's that's America colors. Yeah, with the blue here, with the freedom of life. I mean, abundant life. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> oh my bad. Woo. But the uh, slip of the tongue. The uh, the tea at is pretty good though. I, I do like say. it. Yeah. That's it's my
1: deep. goal is to get that thing. You know that. Does the tea in my own home.
0: Uh, oh, one me. of those uh, tea maker yes. things. Yeah, those that are cool. is one of my... Like a tea brewer or something.
1: Yeah. Some people want like a Bentley. I don't I, know, Corvette. I just want that tea thing. That's what I want. That would be cool if you could have three of those.
0: You know what I mean? So that you could, you're you just constantly Bro, making Bro, because you know I always have two gallons in the oh, fridge. Oh, I know. Right I now, know.
1: I'm down to a gallon and a quarter, and I'm getting nervous. It's time to get time to make I'm some trying more. Time to make some more. So yep. I hope Rebecca right now at home is making me some more tea. <laughs> Uh, when I came <laughs> back from the college trip, she had to be two gallons in there. Oh, nice. And then at work, I have a gallon in the fridge over there, really? too. Really? Yes. Wow. Because my employee, like, she, likes sweet, she likes unsweet tea, So, but I put Stevie in there, and she didn't care for it too much. So I'll bring just the unsweet tea, and then she can flavor it as she goes. So do you go through that whole gallon in a day? No, it usually lasts three days. Because with the fast, you're not supposed to have any art of like sweetener, sweetener. or anything like that. So oh. I'm trying to drink water. But after I break the fast at lunch, then it's
0: on with tea. Uh, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Well, you know, what's interesting. So speaking of Stevia, I was watching an Instagram video the other day, and apparently there's a couple of different types of Stevia that uh, they sell it, and I'm, I'm not sure. I know I have one that I bought from Costco, and it's just, it's called Stevia on the Raw, I think. Yeah, that's good stuff. But if you look at the ingredients, I think, if I'm not mistaken, that one has cane sugar in it. There's There's a Stevia that's mixed with cane sugar. Okay, and it says stevia on the on the label, but apparently it's not real. So he, so the guy on the video was just talking about there's certain stevias, and I can't remember each brand that he named, but he's like, yeah, these have actual sugar. So, so you At know, the green or the white for a diabetic, it's gonna spike your sugar uh, or spike your insulin, um, even though it's stevia plant based, but because it's got cane sugar, I, I don't know, I, I don't know if it's which color or which one. I know it's stevia in the raw, and I have stevia in the raw. And I think that's what you use too. Yeah, um, but I, 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 have one. To, I have to go look at the at the label. mean it could be the the one that we buy in bulk too. I can't remember which Your one. Mom has it. the
1: white, and I don't know what the white is. Yeah, but it's Stevie and the Rock.
0: I think I have the white one. I think that's the one at Costco because it's a huge box. I have the green one it's I like, get from Amazon. Okay, it's like eight hundred packets for whatever ten bucks. Or That'll whatever. last like a week. Oh, man. You know I mean? <laughs> all the tea. we always ask each other. We go out yeah. to lunch. Yeah. Hey, do you have Stevie? You know, like, who about the Stevie today? Yeah, bring so. <laughs> out my little my little baggy. Full of stevia and hot sauce. That's what I knew. Rebecca loved me
1: is when we were dating. And I used to, in those days I had to, I think Splenda or something, and she she kept the thing of Splenda from me. I'm like, dang, this is getting serious. <laughs> she loves me.
0: Yep. So that's that's what it took, Ben. So that's what, that's what Diane does. She stores my my stevia and my your, your chili, my hot sauce, bro. I gotta have hot sauce with my with my fries. <laughs> oh, but yeah. no ketchup. No ketchup. I, I don't know. I just yeah, I don't I, know. Kind of weird I'm, about that. I'm not a big ketchup fan. I don't know. Maybe the spicy ketchup. I don't know, but you didn't like the Whataburger spicy ketchup. Nah, I, I mean that's okay.
1: Yeah, shout out to Kika who brought me some uh, Whataburger spicy ketchup. Oh wow! And some sausage,
0: some Waterburger, and a pancake mix. Sausage. This guy came out to that's, play. That's legit. Yeah. I've only, the only time I've tasted sausage at Whataburger was on the biscuits and gravy, and that was pretty bomb. I'll have to. I'll have to make it. They have some new breakfast bowls. I don't know if you've seen this. Uh, breakfast bowls. Breakfast bowls, and it's uh, like a protein style. Yeah, or? they've got like uh, I think like eggs, and then they they put that that gravy with the sausage on top it looks pretty good
1: i remember our old pastor's father used to say gravy means graveyard i said that's where i want to be buried baby slather me up (laughs) (laughs) gravy me Mm. so anyway i'm not a big gravy
0: fan but that does sound kind of good i like the biscuits and gravy at whataburger me and my buddy isaac used to get it all the time we used to we used to uh, carpool into work and we'd go and that's the first breakfast. Time we do. Oh yeah, breakfast of champs, baby.
1: So I got a the uh, Kiko was uh, I guess because it came from Texas, so it's a little bit special because Whataburger is from Texas, you know. So and he watches the podcast. He told me something last week. I forget what he gave me a hard time about something we did on the podcast. But uh, yeah, shout out to Kiko for the uh, water burger. <laughs> Kiko, next time bring gravy, brother. Bring gravy. <laughs> and some we, biscuits. We'll eat it we'll eat it live uh, on the uh, on the air here. So
0: All right, man. Well, let's get into some uh, let's get into some content here, man. I think we're probably making a lot of people hungry right now. Sorry guys. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> so uh real quick before we get into content, uh just want to c- just continue to ask you to pray and consider donating to our camera fund. Uh, somebody asked me tonight, "Hey, what kind of camera are you looking for?" And basically, what we're looking for is just a, a higher end kind of camcorder, uh, something that does uh, like a nice wide angle and will continuously continuously record without stopping. Um, and so, I'm 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 kind of doing my research, and we're looking probably at about a fifteen hundred dollar camera. Uh, but I would just ask for your prayers if you uh, consider donating. We would uh, we would thank you. And we had, uh, no, no, ninety bucks a week. Yeah, so we're uh, we've cleared five hundred bucks, I think awesome over 500 bucks. So there third there. So, so we thank you. Thank you to our donors. Uh, thank you for your prayers. And, uh, yeah. Uh, one, one other thing, uh, please uh, visit us at AbundantLife.fm. Uh, you can get all of our show notes there. Uh, and at AbundantLife.fm is also where you can donate to the camera fund. And so uh, with that said, uh, oh, one more thing. Uh, if you are watching this on YouTube, hello, YouTube users. Uh, if you're if you're uh, watching on YouTube, would you do us a favor and hit that subscribe button and hit the little bell so that uh, you're notified when a new episode drops. And the like button as well. <laughs> yeah, give us a like. Yes, yes. And so... Uh, so, thank you to all our supporters. And with that said, Sossler, you're going to kick us off with the Webster's 1828. Oh, by the way, uh, sorry. Well, yeah, there's just one, one more. more it's like, it's like uh, Columbo. Did you ever watch Columbo? Yes. Oh, just one more thing. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, uh, the, the the title of this episode is Open Open Our Eyes, Lord. And uh, you're going to see why it's uh, titled that uh, when we get to our key verses uh, but I thought I would just mention uh, the title of our episode, Open Our Eyes, Lord. And so, Sasso, would you kick us off with Webster's 1828, brother?
1: Absolutely. Thank you, Ben. Uh, opened is what the word I used here is. Uh, that means just to find that unclosed, unbarred, unsealed. And then we're, we're going to look at this right here: is uncovered. Mm. Um, I know that sounds pretty basic, but we'll get into that. Revealed, disclosed, made plain, freed from obstruction. Um, powerful words there. Freed from obstruction is to be opened, uh, your eyes to be opened. Excuse Second Kings chapter 6, verse 15 through 17, And when the servant of the man of God was risen early and gone forth, behold, a host compassed the city both with horses and chariots. And his servant said unto him, Alas, my master, how shall we do? And he answered, Fear not, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw, and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire Mm, round about Elisha. Brother, I pray this podcast is a blessing uh, to those, our listeners that are listening, as we seek God, as we ask God to open our eyes to his truth, to his help, to his love, and to his knowledge and understanding. Uh, I think a lot of times we're blinded to how powerful our God is and just the powerful force that he is in our life. And we see those enemies, um, but we don't mm-hmm. see God with us. And I was encouraged by this passage. It seems things in this life seem hopeless, right? We see crime yeah. rampant. Yep. Uh, we see, you know, the things that are going on in the world, the elections, uh, nonstop barrage. Ooh. Yeah. I'm sure people will be glad to have that done with this week, hopefully, Amen. and get those ads and those even those text messages now. Amen. Um, but greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Amen. The licensed servant was troubled with the armies that had encompassed them about. But Elisha was not fearful as he was able to see the presence and protection of God. He said, fear not, for they that be mm. with us are more than they that be with them. And I think as Christians, we need to remember that, that greater, you know, our God is greater than any evil Amen. force in this world. And although there is evil and it seems to abound, our, our God abounds more so than that. Um, and after we are done, that's, that's our hope that we give our, our listeners encouragement to know that, that God is powerful. He is greater than the evil of this world. Amen. And it seems like Satan's having his way, but yep. God is still in control 100%. Um, and I hope our, our listeners' eyes are open. And although they see the problems with this world, may they see the mountains full of horses and chariots of fire that are round about us. I recently had lunch with Jeff, and uh, we might get him on the show. He's the one, if you ever hear, Amen! Or, or <laughs> what? That's Jeff. So I, we had lunch together, and uh, one of my Favorite spots and uh, you know Matt's. Oh yeah, uh, very yep. good. And he asked me what I was reading in my personal devotions, and uh, I was t- I was in this passage, um, so encouraged. I mean, I've heard this passage before, but just so encouraged. Uh, Chip Ingram does a, a whole has a whole book about this, um, pretty good. And I was reading this passage, and after we met for lunch, I think the next day, the following day, he sent me uh, these verses in contrast to this key passage mm. about f- being fearful. Uh, Romans four nineteen through 21, it says, And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body, now dead when he was about 100 years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. This is talking about Abraham. Mm-hmm. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God and being fully persuaded that that what he had promised, he was also able to perform. Amen. That God always keeps his word Amen. no matter what. That's it's right. an awesome truth that yes. we... We should be comforted in the Bible as he gives us these promises. And the promise he was referring to is the promise given to Abraham that through him all of the families of the earth would be blessed. God, in a sense, had opened his eyes to the promise he had given him where he could visualize and see the great nation that would come from him. And the the opening of our eyes is the faith we must have in God to see the great things he has promised us and the great hope that we have in him. And we get a visual every time it rains of that rainbow of the promise that God will never flood the earth Amen. again, no matter the sin that comes. Um, when it
0: hits that point, he's going to come and get us. Amen brother. And so we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we get back, we're going to continue talking about, uh, how the Lord uh, will open our eyes and help us to see that, uh, we're not alone. And Amen. So we'll be right back.
1: Are you looking to apply God's truth in a practical way to your everyday life? Stay in the Fight is a weekday devotional written by Sasso Mendez. This short, three-minute read looks at a verse of scripture and applies it to life in a very real and transparent way. Sasso's blog-style writing is humorous, relatable, and a great way to align your thoughts with God's Word. Visit stayinthefight.online and subscribe to get notified by email when it releases each weekday. Stay in the Fight is a great way to keep God in your focus, and it's easy to share with others. That's stayinthefight.online.
0: And we're back. You know, and I can't imagine what uh, what it was like for the servant of Elijah. I mean, he, he must have felt hopeless, discouraged, uh, fearful, maybe anxious. You know, he saw that great army surrounded the city. And, and I, I don't know, brother, if, you, if you've ever felt these types of emotions, I know I've, I've I felt these types of emotions many times in my life, yeah, yep. uh, and sometimes these emotions, you know, they come with the trials of life, right? I mean, you know, uh, if I were to ask you as a listener, you know, what are what are the giants in your life? You know, what is it that you fear? Uh, what makes you feel hopeless? You know, what makes you anxious? You know, and it's these trials of life, right? I mean, uh, you know, we deal with things like sickness or disease, uh, cancer, terminal illness. Um, you know, maybe it's a personal offense, maybe somebody. Uh, maybe he said, said something or did something to hurt you. Uh, maybe it's a personal loss. You know, um, you know, people lose their homes. I know we had this huge um, uh, hurricane in Florida, and lots of people lost their home. You know, and yeah, lady of Freedom that Last natural disaster. Yes, we've had a, a, a one of our sisters in, in Freedom that Last had lost her home home to a fire. Uh, maybe it's a loss of a loved one. I just attended a, a memorial service yesterday for a, a church member who uh, recently passed away maybe it's it's divorce or marital problems maybe it's uh like you mentioned it's also uh the election's coming up in fact uh the day i released this episode uh election day and uh you know who, who knows what's ha- going to happen mm. i mean it's it's a, it's that unknown right? That's right uh we don't know what's going to happen with the economy i mean i've, I've seen some articles you know we're you know down to the last days of our diesel gas and things like that and it's like man there's just all this caniac's 15 bucks now <laughs> Bro, wow! Inflation, inflation. <laughs> Serious. <laughs> I mean, there's uh, there's rumors of wars. Right? We hear this every day. Every, it seems like I, every day I open Twitter and and uh, the little the little short fat dude in, in North Korea is firing missiles <laughs> and you know it's like testing them out. Yeah. yeah, man. It's you know things going on in Russia and in Ukraine and and, and unrest in China and oh my goodness, it's it's never ending. But mm. but what, what the Lord said you know don't marvel. This this is going to happen. Rumors of wars. Uh, maybe it's a midlife crisis, and it's interesting because I, I, you know, this typically happens to somebody our age, you know, in, in their in their forties, right? It's, it's the guy that you know thinks they should have accomplished more by now, or uh, they feel that uh, you know they're, uh, I don't know, they they need to go out and buy a Harley motorcycle. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I, I've not personally experienced this. I don't know if you've experienced. I think this. I'm past
1: the midlife band, so
0: yeah, uh, not quite, bro. Not, I'm, I don't think so. Ninety
1: two, bro. You know what I mean. <laughs> that caniac tonight put me at below that average bush's
0: chicken, bush's chicken got Rouchy, me Rouchy run down, that life down <laughs> oh boy you know or, or you know and i was talking to you earlier about this too you know and sometimes it's it's um something that discourages you or makes you kind of give you that hopelessness is it, 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 it's a sin issue that maybe you're you're working through it's something that you you're ensnared or maybe it's that besetting sense that sin that you it just seem to keep committing and you, you know, you're praying to the Lord, like, Lord, take this away from me. Why can't I stop this? Um, you know, maybe it's a difficult boss at work. I know also you've, you've had some pretty difficult bosses yeah. in the past. I you know at, at Target, you had a whew, a doozy of a boss. And,
1: and we had Mike on last, talked oh, about that right. as well. yeah, Mike, yeah, Mike
0: had some, some, some issues with the mm-hmm. with bosses. And, and so, or maybe it's difficult coworkers. Uh, I, I don't know. I've, I've never really had difficult coworkers, maybe difficult bosses, but not coworkers, but it could be. Um, but there's just a bunch of different ways, right. That you, you experience, um, uh, adversity in your life, you know, these giants in your life. And I love the scriptures because they not only speak truth, uh, they, they, they give you hope, mm, amen. uh, and the scriptures are so relatable. Uh, you know, you, you just, just open the book of Psalms and, and, and Psalms is, is, a, always a comfort to me, whether, you know, I'm on the mountain of life or I'm in the valley. Uh, you know, there's, there's something that you can, you can relate with. Uh, and I'll give you a few examples here. Psalm 38 is a, it's a lament uh, when you, uh, you know, when you lay your troubles at the feet of God, at the feet of Jesus, uh, realizing, you know, that your sin has brought on the trouble and, and, and you're discouraged. So Psalm 38:17 says, for I am ready to fall and my pain is ever before me. So it's, the psalmist felt that, you know, and it's, it's, at times you feel that. Uh, Psalm 42 is, is another lament, you know, when you're oppressed and you're persecuted or you're discouraged. Uh, just like Sasso mentioned earlier, Satan, you know, he, he, he attacks, you know, Psalm 42, 11 says, why are you cast down? Oh, my soul. And why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall praise him, my, my salvation and my God. So, Amen. Uh, Psalm 73. This is a Psalm that I've, uh, I've read many times. It's a Psalm of wisdom. It's written by Asaph. Uh, and he's sharing his thoughts on discouragement as he observed the prosperity of the wicked. I mean, you see that there's these people that seem to be so successful in life, and yet they're the most evil person in the mm-hmm. world. Uh, Psalm seventy-three two says, "But as for me, my feet had almost stumbled, and my steps had nearly slipped." And I've felt like this before. I've felt that. Um, you know, and more examples in scripture. You know, when when you're when you're uh, feeling discouraged or feeling hopeless. I mean, you look at uh, the prophet Elijah. You know, he was he was in the midst of a drought, and God commanded him, "Go and ask a widow to feed you." and the and the widow basically had nothing left she had a little bit of flour and she was going to prepare it for her and her son and and basically uh, according to her she was, they were just going to die die of hunger and, you know she she must have been fearful and discouraged in fact in first kings 17:12 this is this is what she said she said as the lord your god lives i have nothing baked only a handful of flour in a jar and a little oil in the jug. And now I'm gathering a couple of sticks that I may go and prepare it for myself and my son that we may eat it and die. And I can't imagine like, you know, Elijah's coming in and asking her for that last flower. So he's being obedient to God. And yet uh, this woman does prepare it. Um, you have Goliath uh, and the Philistine, you know, the 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 uh, the giant. He was taunting the Israelites. Talking trash. But yeah, I mean, big time, right? Because he was a big, mighty warrior, you know, and he was confident. You know, and and we all know how the story ends. But the fact of the matter is that the soldiers were scared, and they were discouraged. First Samuel seventeen eleven says, "When Saul and Israel heard these words of the Philistine, they were dismayed and greatly afraid." And these were these were warriors. They were they were uh, the men in the army. I mean, they were they were they had weapons of warfare, and they were scared. Um, another one for Elijah. He had experienced such a, a great victory. Uh, when God consumed his altar, and, and then he slayed 450 prophets of Baal. I mean, it's, it's a great victory. But after that victory, what happened? He ran for his life because Jezebel threatened his life. And in 1 Kings nineteen four, 4, we, we read, but he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a broom tree, and he asked that he might die, <laughs> saying, it is enough now, O Lord, take my life for I am no better than my father's. He was discouraged, man. He was, dis- I mean, he wanted to die, he's bro. At, he's at the end. He, he was at rope. the end of his rope. Yeah. yeah. Um, can you imagine how fearful and, and discouraged the Israelites were as they were trapped between the Red Sea and the Egyptian army expecting to be executed? Mm. In Exodus 14.10, we read, when Pharaoh drew near, the people of Israel lifted up their eyes and behold, the Egyptians were marching after them and they feared greatly and the people of israel cried out to the lord mm. you know how how about joseph and mary you know fleeing to egypt to avoid herod's vicious execution of the of the young boy of young boys uh, in 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 the town uh, in attempt to kill jesus uh you know you imagine the fear and discouragement uh you know that mary would have you know what were her thoughts what was mary thinking what was joseph thinking um i know this is what i would have thought you know how how is how is it that god would allow his son to be at risk and danger of being murdered and yet they had to flee to egypt you know so there's there's all of these instances of in scripture that uh that show that people have been discouraged they've had these giants of of uh you know trials of life uh that have come at them and and i know i didn't get to uh i, I didn't talk about the uh the, the positive side of it because there's in all of these stories uh, God is faithful and, and he, he he like Sasso said he fulfills his promises every single time but I but what I did wanted to 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 bring across through these verses is that. Uh, we can relate to this. Uh, people in the Bible and the scriptures have tried have faced trials just like you and I have faced trials. just like you, the listeners are probably facing trials right now. I think we, we all have trials, whether they're little or big and sometimes bigger than others and and, and whatnot. but the, the reality is that we're gonna face trials Amen. one day. So That's right. We are gonna take one more commercial break and uh, when we get back, we will continue our conversation. Hello, this is Kevin Shaw. Are you or someone you know dealing with the agony of an addiction? You cannot change what you do until you let God change who you are. Freedom That Lasts is a discipleship ministry of Northwest Valley Baptist Church that applies the life transforming principles of the gospel and Christian growth to the problems of life dominating sins and addictions. All of this happens in an atmosphere of love and accountability. If you would like to know more information about this important ministry, give us a call at 623-581-3115. And we're back. And Sasso, I think you're going to talk a little bit about uh, about fear and how not to fear.
1: Absolutely. And so we get into this passage that we all read all the time, right? Haggai 2, 4, and 5. Uh, we were going through this. Our pastor is going through this passage in our um, in church right now. So I think we did the second part of this chapter two today. Mm-hmm. Um, and let me just read that. Yet now be strong, O Zerubbabel, saith the Lord, and be strong, O Joshua, son of Josedek, the high priest, and be strong, all ye people of the land, saith the Lord. And work. Uh, so the work they were doing was building the temple. For I am with you, saith the Lord of hosts, according to the word that I covenanted covenant with you. When you came out of Egypt, so my spirit remaineth among you. Fear ye not. Man, I recently wrote a devotional about this passage uh, that our pastor preached out of last Sunday morning. And uh, when our eyes are closed to the power of God, we can sometimes get discouraged in the fight Mm -hmm. as circumstances arise. And uh, honestly, sometimes people just come against us. Mm. Um, And sometimes they don't even mean to, um, but they do say things that are discouraging. Um, And I have, you know, just kind of going, uh, one of my, you know, in the ministry here at church, I have the privilege of leading a ministry that deals with addictions and, uh, you know, your personal walk with Jesus Christ. And that's what I always say it as it's a, it's a devotional series of people at every level, right, of struggling in the midst of it, people that are working through it, people that are trying to help other people and growing yeah. as well. Um, but the ministry started in 2015, and we started with a small group of people, uh, seven or eight people that I, that I can remember. Um, and we have, I've seen many people come and go and, uh, you have too, since you've been coming and people that come one time, people that have come several times and just don't come anymore. Um, I've seen people whose lives have been changed, including my own, um, more significantly just things that God worked in my own life. Um, but it's not always been moments of rejoicing as some have said and done things that have been personally hurtful and discouraging. I remember early on in just the ministry, somebody came up to me and just said, you know, what qualifies you to even run this ministry. And I'm like, absolutely nothing. I don't have any qualifications, but I'm just trying to be obedient to God or what he's called me to do. Um, and I'm not qualified, right? I, I don't know that there is a qualification for such things, but God does prepare you for what he calls you to do. Um, but that was hurtful. It was, I wasn't like, Oh, great. Thanks for sharing that with me, <laughs> uh, my personal opinion. Um, and I think some people have met well and others did not, you know, I taught well about things and others didn't think at all. Um, and I know Satan is not happy with this ministry. Has there ever been That's times right. where I've yeah. when I've allowed him to discourage me in this ministry? And uh, just recently, I had a dear friend question my friendship with him, even though I am not sure what I did to him. Um, and he said he's not willing to share that with me at this mm-hmm. time. And um, I, I, don't, I honestly can not go back, and I don't, I, I don't know. I jogged the brain. I just quit, quit thinking about it. I gave that to God, and I mean, we remain friends. But the closest that I thought would never be broken um, has been compromised and questioned. Um, And that hurt me deeply and was quite discouraging, uh, but I'm learning to give these setbacks to the Lord um, and uh, just give him my expectations. And we are given a charge in this passage to fear not and continue to do the work of the Lord and stay obedient to what God has called you to do, no matter the circumstances or setbacks. And Ben just talked a lot about the adversity, the, the trials of life, things like that. And I think that's, this passage is so great because they were they were being attacked about building the temple that Satan yeah. didn't want that to, to happen. And God says, just continue fear, not be obedient, keep working in the Lord. And I know whatever ministry you do, I know we're doing a walk through Christmas that, uh, we'll invite you to come and we'll probably advertise for that. Well, not advertise, we'll put a commercial in the podcast for, and I know Satan's not liking that. Um, there's yeah. going to be billboards that are going to go up and our goal is to reach our community with yeah. the gospel. Yeah. And I know Satan is not going to like that. And uh, we don't need to fear not. There's going to be people that are going to complain yeah. or people maybe from my own church that would not like, you know, what we're doing. Um, but people from the community may not like all that traffic and all kind of things that Satan will try to discourage. And we need to be obedient to do what God has called us to do. Yeah. And I think God, uh, he said, he's not willing that any should perish. I right. think we are doing the will of God by trying Amen. to reach our community yes. for Jesus Christ. Second uh, Timothy 1, 7 says, for God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but a power and of love and of a sound mind. And uh, this goes back to me, Ben, when I was uh, painting a building and it was like three stories high and I, I, I don't like heights, you know, I was, I'm very nervous, very scared. And the knees were knocking as I took those <laughs> steps. And um, my mom gave me this verse and my mm-hmm. boss pretty much said, if you don't go up there the next day, I'm going to fire you. Wow. And uh, I mean, I, I didn't have a family at the time, but I liked my job. I liked making money. Right. And uh, she said, Hey, you, God is not giving you the spirit of, of mm-hmm. fear. And I think in in our Christian life we sometimes say, Well, I'm not fearful, but you read those passages right now, where the children of Israel, you got an army coming to kill you, you're gonna be fearful. Right? Yeah. It's just a natural reaction that we have, and God has not given us that spirit of fear, but of power of love and of a sound mind. Isaiah 41, 10 says, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee, yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Isaiah 41, 13. For the for I, the Lord thy God,
0: will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, "Fear not, I will help thee, and yeah, it's interesting, Yeah, you know you look at this uh this picture that's behind me here, so for you out there in YouTube land, you can probably see that if you're just listening, the picture behind me is is it interesting picture it's a picture of Jesus as he's walking on the water, but he's kind of like leaning over with his hand like he wants to help you, and I can't help of think of Peter. You know, when, when, he, uh, when he saw Jesus walking on the water and he said, Lord, call me to you. And he, Jesus called him and he started walking on the water. But then he looked at the, you know, at the waves, the crashing waves and the wind and everything. And he feared and he immediately began to sink. And he probably lifted up his hand and Jesus is reaching down to pick him up. But, but, but it's like you said, fear not. Jesus says, fear not. And I don't know how many times that's, that phrase is in the Bible. I didn't count. I should have done the count. But it's in there a lot. I mean you've you've seen uh, not just Jesus say this I think we've seen uh, you know when an angel comes like to Daniel or something fear not um, so so just just like that Joseph and Mary yeah just like the, just like the verses uh, God has not given us a spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind so fear is not of God fear fear we we have fear I mean I there's two types of fear right you have the fear where uh, it's sinful fear or we you know fear reverently to God. Uh, but it's a sinful fear that we typically uh, engage, in, yep. engage in.
1: I think that's the fear he's talking about here. Right. Because um, you think of fear of electricity, right? Like you don't touch a power pole because right. God's giving you common or, sense. Heights, or heights. Or heights. Yeah. 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 To a certain extent, you know? Sure. Yeah. If you go to the Grand Canyon, you're not <laughs> taking selfies at the very edge. You know, at least I'm not. you know? No. But I mean, there's a certain, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. And I think through that, just you think of Peter, right? That picture of Peter was literally had Jesus in the flesh. Right. Right. and walked out to him, and right. then he saw the, the trials, Just and he, just, that's the trials of our life, right? We are so focused. on walking with God. Mm-hmm. We had, we're, we're close to him. We're reading our Bible. We're praying, yeah. and it just takes a little bit of adversity, and boom, we we're, fall in the water. Whoop, we and, sink. And we need to stop to, to, and that's what the children of Israel did, right? They feared, and they cried out. And I think a lot of people don't cry out. They just fear, and they stay in that, that state of fear, and yeah. they don't, don't cry out. And when he cry out to him, that's when you see that beautiful picture that we have in here Amen. of Jesus reaching his hand mm-hmm. to, to rescue us. Um, like he's always there. So the trials of life, 1 Corinthians one eight through ten says, "For we would not, brethren, have you ignorant of our trouble." This is Paul talking, which came to us in ages. He's telling them, "Hey, let me let me tell you, everything wasn't uh, you know <laughs> ch- chocolate chip cookies right. and uh, right. cane's chicken. <laughs> uh, that we were pressed out of measure, above strength. They were they were taxed." In so much that we despaired even of life, but we had the sentence of death. So they were, they were they were sentenced to death, right? That's exactly what it says, in ourselves that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God, which raised the dead, who delivered us from such a great death, and doth deliver, in whom we trust, that He will yet deliver us. And you think Paul had gone to the ringer at this point, right? When he faced death. Yep. He was he was pressed out. He was done. He was he was taxed. Um, have you ever been pressed out of measure? Right. Think of the scarecrow. That's what I think of <laughs> when the when the wicked witch got to him. Right. She took out his stuffing, tore him all apart, and left him for the scarecrow for dead. Yep. He was he was without he was without strength. Right. He was. That's what I think of when when you've been pressed out. Yeah. Have you ever been without strength? Have you ever come to the end of the week and we have freedom that lasts on Friday nights? And I look out sometimes and I can see that the world has beat up people. It's been a hard week for them uh, and they have still chosen to, to come. But I've seen people without strength. Uh, you've been there yourself. Yeah, I've been there myself yeah. as well. Yeah. Ever been close to death? Have you ever felt like, mm-hmm. "Hey, this was it for me"? That mm-hmm. uh, I was, you know, I'm gonna go see my Maker, my, my Lord and Savior. The sentence of death came upon them, but but then, but but it taught them not to trust in them in themselves, but to trust in God, as found in John fifteen five. It says, "I am the vine; you are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit." For without me, ye can do nothing, right. but in God who raised the dead and was able to do the impossible for them. So they they learned to not trust in themselves, but to trust in God, the, the one that we need to lean on and trust on, um, and one that we need to open our eyes to the truth and to his help. Uh, Matthew 19, 26, but Jesus beheld them and said unto them, with men, this is impossible, but with God. All things are possible. Amen. And that's, I think, we need to live our life. We need to pray that way yeah. that all things are possible through God, right? If we, Especially we pray to as well. I know there's people in your life that you want to see come to salvation. Yeah. People yeah. I have in my life that I want to see the same. And I think sometimes even my old boss that was very difficult that I say he could never be saved, right? Mm. But this verse is with God, all things are possible. And obviously, he's talking about things that are, you know, according to his will, not, not the lotto or things like that. Right, uh, right. Not, you know, we knew what I'm talking about. Uh, 1 Peter 1, 6 through 7 says, Wherein you greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, you are in heaviness through manifold temptations, that the trial of your faith, being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found under praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. And we look at these manifold temptations and the trial of your faith, and these are trials that we go through. These are um, adversity struggles, and we've talked about this before on the podcast about how we're tested. Um, just like, you know, we're, we paid the car off, Rebecca backed up into the neighbor's car like two days after, right? That's a test. And, uh, I, I talk, I wrote a couple of devotions maybe, you know, a month ago about how I failed some tests at work and God taught me through those things. And I know it, it, if you look in the big scheme of things, people that are going through some real hardships,
0: uh, those are kind of silly, but there's still trials and temptations we go through. Yeah. I was talking to a, a brother at church, uh, yesterday and, uh, he was telling me he, uh, he's a pilot. And he had uh, they had flown to India, and he was telling me that uh, one of the other pilots, uh, I guess he's he's a he's a non not a believer, and uh, he was he was being very rude to the brother. He was being, uh, he said at one point he was yelling at him, and and later on he got to, in the cockpit, in the cockpit, wow. And later on he got to talking to the guy, and 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 the the unbeliever guy was just telling him, hey, yeah, you know, I just. I don't like Christians, I don't like, I don't like Republicans, and, you know, all you Christians are the same, you guys all, you just believe in your guns, and you're really not Christians, you're not believing in anything other than your guns, and you, and anyway, so the brother just, just kind of ate it, you know, he just kind of, he didn't, he didn't uh, flex back, or he didn't, you know, respond rudely or anything, and then later on in the flight the guy came back and he was calm. I don't know why he was upset in the first place. You don't want
1: to get in a fight in the cockpit. Well, he that's just has well, the
0: smartest thing to do. No. You know. Well, it just sounds like he this guy is one of those guys that just is not happy with anything in life. Obviously not a believer. Uh but anyway, came back to the brother later on. And uh he told him, "You know, he's like, uh, you know, it's it's interesting you you didn't you didn't respond in the way I thought you were going to respond to me." He said, "You you were you were calm he said most christians i don't think would have responded like that he said you've kind of restored a little bit of my faith in 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 christians and 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 the brother told him well don't count on me to for hope i said you should hope in god he said i'm gonna fail you uh but it was just it was just neat to see that he was he was calm cool and collected he passed the test yeah he, he did he passed the test and and he's just obviously he's an he's an older brother and he he's uh he's wise you know he's wiser than a young younger guy like me i probably would have <laughs> <laughs> would have cocked back and said, "Let's square up, bro." <laughs> that's
1: why there's two of us. I can handle this duty by myself.
0: Yeah. I don't need no co pilots well, Let me introduce you to my two friends. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, no, no. And I just think that that's that's kind of what we got to do. We got to we got to be that light because you know you never know what somebody's going through. You, you, you never know. And and he was just being a light to that to that person Amen. who uh, doesn't know the Lord. You know, who has his perspective of what a Christian is, and he has no uh, no clue what a real real Christian is. He just kind of gets portrayed, and there's a lot of there's a lot of fake Christians out there. I'm sorry, but there is, right. and so, uh, but it's just cool to see that, um, yeah, you can you can be a light. For well, do you Jesus. think
1: in his mind? Right, he had already had preconceived notions of what he was, the reaction he was going to get. Oh yeah, and when he didn't yeah. get that reaction, he probably was kind of like, whoa, like wait a minute, like yeah. I, I was fully expecting a fight. Oh you yeah, know? some people yeah. just in this world are miserable and like oh, to fight. Oh yeah, and when we don't give it to them. It's like, uh, yeah, yeah, it's not fun. It confuses them. It's no fun. Uh, you <laughs> yeah. know, like, hey, this is not even fun. I want this yeah. guy to fight with me. This is not even engaging. So it's not. It's but not can fun. you imagine? I mean, it's a long flight, bro.
0: I mean, it's yeah. a very long flight. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of hours just sitting with each other. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm awkward. I think- yeah. I'm thankful for that, brother. That <laughs> was Amen. a cool. That was That's a really cool story. Testimony. Yeah, Absolutely. So, so I, k- I kind of want to talk about, you know, how to overcome these, these, these giants in our life. How do we, how do we overcome the, the trials of life? It's this adversity that we're, that we're going to face the rest of our life, and, and uh, it, it's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, it's, you know, it's—I'm it's, uh, going to read a, a couple of verses here, but uh, it, it's not a bad thing. I mean, uh, these adversities that we face— uh, as Christians are are helping to shape and mold us into the image of Christ, amen. Uh, it, it's it's painful. It's kind of like I know you've talked about this at Freedom the Last. You know, you, you you go to the gym and you see, you know, you see the dude, you know, and he's. Buff dude, and he's got a chest that you know enters the room five minutes before he does, and, and you know he's got big, you know eighteen inch, eighteen inch guns, you know, and it's like, man, I, I want to look like that, but we're not willing to go through the pain that yeah. that guy went through to to get to that. I mm. mean, you look at a guy like Arnold Schwarzenegger, and yeah. that dude, he probably had a lot of pain in his life. So yeah. looks pretty good to be honest. Not bad, not bad, no. right? Better so, than me, and he's like ninety. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and better be now than all of California
0: everything. so so uh so how do you how do you overcome the giants of your of your life how do you overcome the trials of life and the first one i'm going to i'm going to mention uh is not one that you would have thought of but but as i was thinking through the trials of life sometimes we're our own enemy and so the first one i'm going to mention is confess and repent of of your sin or of unbelief, First John one nine says, "If we confess our sins, He's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness." And typically, we have we have unbelief because we're not we're not we're we're believing a lie. And so, when we believe a lie, then what happens? You enter into fear, you enter into uh, anxiety or or anger or, or you know these different uh, these different types of emotions that cause you to sin. Um, and and in all of those sins, the root of it is un- is typically unbelief. So if you have any bits of unbelief, confess it and repent. Amen. Uh, we have uh, then the next one would be uh, believe God's promises. I know Sasso mentioned this earlier. Uh, we you know we have these promises that we can look to God for uh, Romans eight twenty eight, and we know that uh, that uh, for those who love God, all things work together for good, and to those who are called according to His purpose. Um, and it's true, God is working His His big. Sp- plan out. I mean this is a huge a huge plan. We're doing this uh, walk through Christmas thing and I know Rebecca's doing a, a a great job coordinating all of this stuff and I'm sure she's like you said tonight she was a little stressed out, you know, and mm-hmm. and, it, and you're she's managing I don't know, you know, 300 400 members. Can you imagine God is coordinating the lives I mean of billions of people just interweaving these all these little stories into his great story. Um Amen. God God is sovereign and he's in control. And his promises will never fail. And then the, the next one is pray. Psalm fifty-five twenty-two says, "Cast your burden on the Lord, and He will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous mm. to be moved." Amen. And so we need to be we need to be praying. Uh, these these days that we're in are evil. Uh, they're difficult. There's a lot of adversity right now. I, I've seen uh, you know I've even seen adversity even with this uh, walk through Christmas thing that we're doing. I've seen adversity already there. I've seen adversity in. And uh, just friends that I have in their marriage, I've seen uh, adversity in just different uh, different things or different areas of life. Um, and, and it's just, you know, when you're doing a ministry for the Lord, like Freedom That Lasts, you're going to experience this adversity. Like Sasso said, uh, it, it, Satan does not like what you're doing. And so we're going to face these things. We got to pray. We got to pray. Uh, and then the, the last one is, is press on. Uh, Galatians 6, 9 says, and let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap, if we do not give up. Philippians three fourteen. I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. So we've just got to push. We got to keep pushing. We, we got to keep pressing. I know my, my brother Jeff, gracious, always says that. Press. Are you pressing, bro? Or you keep pressing for Jesus. Hallelujah. And so,
1: I I mean, I just think back to when you say press on, and uh, my dad went to Phoenix Union High School, and uh, they had a big sign on their football field, and it said "Fight On." Um, and I think somebody, he can probably correct me on this, but somebody in their school at some point, I don't know if it was administrator or who it was, I don't know if he was on his deathbed or something like that, but said, fight on. Mm. And I think the Christians um, that came before us, right? We run, so uh, so enclosed with a compass, I'm saying it wrong, but in Hebrew, I believe it's talking about as we run the race, the uh, witnesses that are surrounding us and the Christians that have died before us, right? I think that's what they're, they would say is press on, press fight on. on. Yep. Um, we're running the race to to win the prize for Jesus for the high calling that we've been given in our life.
0: Amen. I mean, even even your blog, stay in the fight. I mean, that's you know that's it's kind of along the same lines. Like stay in the fight. It is a fight. Life is a that's fight. Right. Like you said, you I've seen it too. I mean, and I've been in that boat where I've showed Friday night, and I feel like I've been beat up all week. Uh, you see it in some of those people they are just exhausted. It's it's a spiritual battle that they're dealing with. It's it's a lot of just. You know, uh, spiritual adversity that you're dealing with throughout it's the world. It's not
1: week. a passive, uh, a passive life, the spiritual life. It's not. It's one of active. No, no. Got to be on the fight.
0: No, the guy that uh, the the, pre- the supposed preacher uh, on the you see on TV, you know, the one with the nice grill. You know, he says, <laughs> uh, "Live your best life now." Well, I'm sorry, but that's not true. Uh, you, you're not going to live your best life now. The blessed life is to come, but Amen. right now, but right now we got to fight. We, we're going to have we're going to deal with some adversity here. Amen. Uh, but the beautiful thing is that God. Is more than enough. Amen. And so, just like our the title of our uh, of our podcast this episode, open your eyes. Uh, the ultimate key to overcoming the trials of life is to open your eyes and know that God is more than enough. Amen. You see, hope is a confident expectation. It's not wishful thinking. It's not pie in the sky. It's having confidence that God will fulfill every promise. It's knowing that God loves you unconditionally. It's knowing that God is in control at every moment. It's knowing that God will judge and avenge his enemies. It's knowing that ultimately God is more than enough. Amen. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish up with Romans fifteen thirteen. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. Amen.
1: Do you believe that He is able to do the impossible in your life? Um, have your eyes been closed to His goodness? Do your eyes need to be open today? Maybe they got those scales on them that you you're, you can ask God today to remove those scales and show you um, what He would have for you. Are you like the father, Matthew and Mark nine twenty four, who cried out to the father, and straightway the father, of the child, cried out and said, and was said with tears, "Lord, I believe. Help thou my unbelief." Mm, yeah. Do you need to cry out to your heavenly father? Maybe tonight you're living in fear and you're just struggling. You're, you're, you're floundering around in life, mm. but you're not willing to cry out to him. Are you saddled with unbelief? Mm. Are you discouraged? Will you ask him to open your eyes today? And ultimately, do you have a personal relationship with him? Yes. Do you even know him as you? Are you, are you blind? Uh, I was reading something, um, on Twitter of all places. And, uh, this young man had gone to this preacher and he said, preacher, you talked about how, sin is a burden and it's heavy on you and you have all these things, but I don't, I sin all the time and I don't feel any burden upon me. And he said, if you, if I put a hundred pound weight on a, on a corpse would that corpse fill it. And he said, well, of course not. He said, that's what you are spiritually. You're, you're dead, <laughs> and you're dead man and you can't feel that, uh, that wow. weight. Wow. Uh, maybe that's where you're at. Maybe your eyes are just blinded to the truth of the gospel. Mm-hmm. They're not even open to it. You're not even thinking you're thinking you're okay, but you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ you think of the, well, Paul, when he was Saul, his eyes were physically blinded mm-hmm. when, he, when he met God on the road to Damascus. But his spiritual eyes were open like never Amen. before. For the first time in his life, yes. he could see. Um, maybe that's where you're at today. May God open your eyes today, and may you not fear, for the, not fear the enemy, but may your faith and trust be placed firmly in and placed in God. Just I think of this, and he answered, just in the verses that we use in our key verses, and he answered, fear not for they that be with us are more than they that be with them.
0: Amen, brother. Well, that's all we have for this episode. Uh, we want to just let you know that um, we are on social media. We are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or I guess they call it Meta now. Meta for, Is it really? For Meta Facebook and Meta oh. Instagram or whatever. I don't know what's the current company uh, i don't guys. know yeah and you know twitter is now twit. well twitter is now elons but whatever and uh, <laughs> anyway <you can laughs> that's, fo- a, that's a whole other you, issue yeah. you can follow us on one of those platforms uh visit us visit us at abundantlife.fm don't forget to subscribe to our youtube channel give this video a like if it's been a blessing to you and uh, hit that little bell so that you're notified at, uh, next time that uh we drop an episode on youtube and uh we just want to thank you guys for your faithfulness in um listening to the podcast and uh We'll see you in the next, next episode. Time. Thank you. Thanks Thank for you for listening. Bye, Bye for night. night. Thank you for listening to the Abundant Life podcast. We pray you were blessed by today's episode. Please visit us online at AbundantLife.fm. Until next time, may God bless you.